0: Welcome to the Red Cedar Rundown, the number one MSU football and basketball fan podcast. On this week's episode, we recap the Big Dove down in Miami and look ahead to the night game against Nebraska. We also talk crazy talk with Kenneth Walker's Heisman chances and how high this team can go. Send us your comments and questions, and we'll be sure to read them on the show.
1: Clark. Crazy talk, eh? Crazy hey talk. Hey it's crazy talk girl. season. Oof. I was talking a little crazy after the game, I know that. <laughs> yeah. I, I was riding high, you know, emotions were running high. We were feeling Ooh, good. We we're bro. all over at the RCR studios and just feeling good about ourselves. Yeah, it was a good time. I won't apologize for it. It was, a good time. it was a good time. One of our listeners asked if alcohol
0: was involved in that sure. podcast recording. Maybe. Could have been. Perhaps. <laughs> won't admit to it but perhaps a couple celsius for the boys just a couple celsius not too much but what a game that was i mean oh, you kind God. of if you didn't have a chance to listen to our instant reaction it was uh it was good pretty good so but we're going to talk a little bit more dissect it way more than we did in our quick blurb that we gave you right after the game look ahead to uh nebraska but i mean i will say the rcr had some pretty darn good predictions
1: for yeah, that game double digit win pretty sure we both predicted that so you're welcome everyone i think i
0: you're, i th- think i was close did i get miami's points right i think i said 28 to 17 i think was my prediction
1: th- so i think you did say that didn't expect the boys to put up as much offense I, think I as had they us did. over 30 so we'll take split one the two. Hat, we'll split the two and say it was a perfect prediction <laughs> <laughs> so if people want to just start putting us out for there for expert predictions you know feel free Go ahead. Let's just say the boys want a little money too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, w- it was a very fruitful day Let's for just the say RCR. Let's Tuck's a cash cow. Okay. <laughs> Bet on Tuck. Yeah. Back up the Brinks truck because Tuck and the boys are coming. Okay. But man, what a game. We could, I could really,
0: I I, I was living on cloud nine all day yeah. Sunday uh, well, and for the rest of Saturday. Well, after Miami's that. not a
1: good team, Gary. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> no. They're not good. They're terrible. For another fan base wants you to believe that we shouldn't be excited about going down to Miami, beating them in a hundred degree heat in their own stadium. We shouldn't be excited about it. Well, I don't really give a fuck what they think. I'm pumped about it. It was a huge win. It was
0: a huge win. Uh, a program defining win for Mel Tucker this early in his uh, career. I think that this could definitely propel them even from just a confidence
1: level. like yes, it's it's a huge win for Michigan State. Well, two out of our three wins are against Power 5 opponents on the road. I don't care who they are. I don't care. Northwestern may or may not be They're not the worst good, team in the big time. But I don't care. We beat them by 17. Don't give a shit. I can't argue with that. There's no argument to be had anywhere. No. It's a shame Big Dog won't be on this week. We'll give him another week. Let Thorne throw four more touchdown passes. And then, and then we'll, we'll bring him we'll bring on. bring the dog on, and you know, we'll discuss... Thorne versus whoever he thinks should be the starting quarterback, which I would love to hear. Yeah. yeah, He's not going to have much to argue, especially
0: if Thorne continues with his consistency. I mean, I said it on our instant reaction. It's just been amazing how good of a game manager he's yeah. been. He's really made great decisions. And and also a playmaker
1: yeah. while being a game manager. It's like it's a nice mixture of the two. Yep. You know, I trust him. Exactly. He fully has my trust under center. And he makes plays at the end of the game. That ball he threw to Reed in the end zone? It was right on the, the money. Right at the needle on that yeah. thing, man. And that run he had? I mean, he, he runs when he needs to. Yep. I love Thorne. <laughs> love Thorne. I'm
0: not afraid to say it. We've said this is a pro-Thorn podcast from the beginning, and nothing has changed. No. He's only... <laughs> he's only gone up. Yeah.
1: He's only reaffirmed that. So. He's just starting to peak. He's just, not, he's just getting that's up there the go- now. That's Hasn't
0: like, peaked yet. Right. So, like what I think back to is like Connor cook, right? Like he yes. didn't have a quarterback at the time. And then he stepped in and he just think took it was the reins. the Buffalo
1: wild wings bowl. When we first saw, Connor yeah. Cook come yeah, he in. stepped yeah. in at
0: the end of the game, led us to a Buffalo wild wings bowl victory. I mean, over TCU. Yeah. And then he was off and running after that. But I think there was a game that season. Cause I think there was still a controversy at the beginning of the yeah. season. I think it was like that Iowa game where he really like yes. came out and then he took over after that. And then, you know, college football playoffs. So, um, I'm hoping we see the same thing out of Thorne. He's only going to get more
1: confident. He's
0: only going to get weapons. better. So He's got
1: weapons to throw the ball to. He trusts them.
0: And he, we have a running game, which is yeah.
1: mi- helps any quarterback
0: in any situation. Yes. Uh, it's going to open up lanes for you. It's going to open up things deep down when the defense uh, comes up to try to stop the run. So it's only good things right now for Michigan State. Yes, yeah, I agree. And Kenneth Walker is chief among them.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I just want to give a shout-out to the, the play calling. You know, it got a little, you know, vanilla there for a minute, maybe in like the end of the second beginning. We made an adjustment, I would say, at halftime, right? Mm-hmm. Because Miami got a lot of pressure on us in the first half, and Thord got rocked a couple times. But then we started doing, you know, misdirection, the quick hitters. That's what I want to using say. Using Connor was, Hayward, you know. It was awesome. There was a couple plays where he,
0: Thorn— turned and was like knew he was about to get hit and just dumped the ball off they they completely neutralized the pressure that miami was bringing they knew they were bringing heat and they were just getting the ball out of his hands Use it very quickly him. yeah Use it i thought him. that was genius and they did that many times during the game got it to hunt a couple times yep um i, I thought that was that was brilliant Jay play Johnson. calling yeah i, I have no complaints it. no not at all Especially what we've
1: endured the last five years. So, and, and then at the end when we were like, oh, maybe we just try to run the clock out or something like that. No. Stomp on the throat. Throw the ball. Touchdown. Naylor in the coffin. Loved it. Loved it. Couldn't get enough of it.
0: Yeah, it was uh, It was a great performance all around. I mean, there's some things that <laughs> I wanted to get into an instant win, instant win reaction, but Clark wasn't going to let me. So I'll end up talking about those. Just a couple of. What are we talking about?
1: Uh, just some
0: Debbie Gary. Oh, uh, oh, you
1: mean like oh, oh, during the blurb? Yeah yeah. 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 So some things that need to be worked on, I would say <laughs> yes. is the best way to word for it. For sure. Yeah. For sure.
0: But yeah, I mean, tons of positives I can look at. You've already, I think we've mentioned every player almost on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, but yeah, Connor Hayward, Tyler hunt, those, they both had big roles uh, blocking and catching passes. Um, they worked them into the offense really well, but you said it. I mean, people are saying, "How good is Miami?" And that's I I don't an know yet. I mean, yeah. if, There's a lot of unknowns right now. How good
1: are we? That's there's questions to be had. How yeah. good is anybody? I, that, mean, I think that's the ultimate question. How good is anybody? <laughs>
0: that's, a, that's a great question. There's still a lot of unknowns uh, across is the Bam college football. Lost? Yeah, I mean,
1: they they still is Florida still, any uh, good? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to just say that about everybody after they win a game. I, that team, I don't know if they're any good. I, I mean, I will
0: say the one thing that does worry me is that Miami torched our secondary for most of the game.
1: Listen, when we use the word torched, I want to use it in... We were just sitting back. That was very evident. Yeah. And just allowing... What was his name? Derek King. Rambo. Oh, Charleston Rambo. Rambo. Yeah. John Rambo. <laughs> was just basically running... 10, 15 yards downfield, turn around, catch the ball. Every time. Yeah. We were sitting back in soft coverage. And when we go, I believe we went to like a cover two, had a safety up over the top. They tried to beat us deep with Rambo. Picked off. Look at that. I think it just had to do with, I don't know, maybe we were just... Do you betting. think we were setting him up? Do you think that was I, the strategy I, listen, to let him I'm take not it underneath? i by any means, you know, on the level of having the mind of a college football coach, okay? Uh, maybe. Tuck's been known to do it but maybe it was just the bend don't break mentality I, and the fact that we were I, in the game you know we were in control of the game and I don't know it worked out in our favor it did but you're we, right. we got that did we, worry me a little bit we got tur- turnovers at very key times throughout very that opportune turnovers the, fr- the
0: first one on on that first drive they were driving down the field they're at the 30 yard line I believe and we forced the fumble and that changes the complete momentum of the game
1: from there. Williams' interception, that was yeah. a hell of a pick. Yep. And hopefully that maybe gives him a little bit of confidence, you know, I mean, to take I, his game to the next level. I mean, Gervin was getting beat Br- yeah, as well. Yeah, routinely. <laughs> yes. Um, I thought Brantley looked really good until he got kicked out of the game. <laughs>
0: Which was a questionable, questionable targeting call. call. Yeah, but
1: yeah, he came
0: in and he was playing great. Honestly, I He's was from Florida, so I yeah. mean he was he was ready to play. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was very uh, surprised with his performance actually. So coming in as a freshman, a pleasant and, surprise. Yeah. Yes so uh, I I think he could definitely I mean he's sitting out the first half of next game to the target call guys great rules. <laughs> sweet we'll, we'll see if that performance continues and see if he can solidify a spot there on uh, in one of the corner positions because I mean, it Durbin's seems spot like it
1: seems like it could be open yeah, so good, Williams. I mean yeah. <laughs> it's a,
0: it seems like it's a uh, constant rotation there at the corner position but um, I think we got a little bit lucky at the end of the game as well with King his shoulder was definitely not 100% I know they, they said they were still a evaluating it this week so crouch. um
1: crouch <laughs> crouch is out there like a mad anybody that guy hit was injured injured for at least some period of time he it's was almost, like, all around the almost field. like
0: someone was putting a hit out on, on their plate <laughs> i don't know
1: um, but yeah yeah king definitely could not throw the ball at the end of that game yeah he, the arm strength was not there and i think that helped us and that uh we did take away their ground game, Gary. That,
0: and that's what I was gonna say. That they was, didn't have one. That was big. We held King and checked the entire game. He never got loose. I think he had like what, fifteen yards or something, twenty yards maybe. A rushing. number I'm not concerned about. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's huge considering you know he's he's known to to sometimes take off for up to hundred yards a game in rushing yards. So definitely a positive and that's going to carry right over to, to the week, the game this week because we're going to be dealing with a similar type quarterback style with Adrian Martinez running quarterback so hopefully they can replicate uh, the game plan that they had yes. against King and, and I, I the the difference between King and Martinez, though, I will say, is that I think uh, King had a better arm, has a better arm than Martinez. So, well, that's good. Yeah, I think that that will be in our favor. So, and I does, think we does can. Does
1: Nebraska have a receiver on the level of a uh, John Rambo? <sighs> uh, I know, they know got that's some not play his play, name, but I'm going to keep You want to get into the Nebraska
0: preview? You want to jump right, right in? You want to jump? I mean, we can jump in. Let's jump right. It's a jump button. I think we're ready. I think we already got most of our uh, win
1: reaction out on Saturday. So oh, also, still going to point out. We do have the worst kicker in football. So if we're to talk about a weakness on this team, been saying it, we'll continue to say it. Obviously, outside of the cornerbacks, number one is your kicker. Yeah, punning not a problem. Kicking issue.
0: I'm hoping that it doesn't become an issue. I mean, we said it on the instant win reaction. It hasn't become one issue because he hasn't had to be in a pressure situation where he Which needs he to make a will field goal. at
1: some point this year, if that's going to happen.
0: Yeah, and I'm not confident um, no. when he when he gets out there and, and trots onto the Are field. Are you
1: confident from any distance? Let me ask you that. No. None. Yeah. I mean, there's no. literally I, a point where I'm not confident from any distance. No. No. Yeah. Maybe like a th- like an extra um, point, mm,
0: like a thirty-two yarder. I might Ooh. thirty yards, mm. maybe
1: thirty dead center. I'm thinking like if you're at the fifteen yard line, that's <laughs> a thirty-two yard. Like oh, when you're at a point where you're like, oh, do I go for it or kick a field goal? I don't know. Yeah, when, yeah. When you're from that distance, yeah. Okay, but we'll see. Not a lot of confidence. Especially <laughs> no. in A sixth year kicker. <laughs> yes. This is his sixth yes. or tenth year at the university. <laughs> He's a professor now. Um, I don't know. Not in kicking, but no, certainly not a <laughs> kick doctor. Let's not kid ourselves. Um, all right, back on track. Back right. on track.
0: <laughs> Let's jump into this Nebraska preview. So, I mean, we we've seen what they've done. They uh, they lost to Illinois. I think that was the first game of the season, and then they they beat some cupcakes, and then lost. Or they uh, uh hung yeah. tough with Oklahoma last week. So which is
1: insane. To what me. is
0: very insane. Um. It was at Oklahoma too. Yeah, they limited Oklahoma to their fewest points God. in the past five seasons. So that's a little scary to me. That's, uh, again, we, do we know how good any team is? I mean, we're expecting Oklahoma to be question. really good, right? I mean,
1: I can't say for certain how good we are. I think we're ahead of schedule. I can tell you that. And I can say that with certainty. But name me a team. Just, I mean, any of the listeners want to find I, one? You already did. But but if, Alabama, if, Oklahoma throw it out there Ohio State. no we we know who Ohio State is now they, you can score at will on them I mean but the thing is these teams are going to get better as the season of progresses course. the team I'm also being, Ohio State I'm also being team. very very sarcastic here and being kind of an asshole when I say that <laughs> um you know because it's you don't, don't diminish a team's victory like, yeah you know it's like I know there's a whole pissing match between MSU and Michigan fans on Twitter. I don't it's like very to get toxic right I don't now. like to get involved in that on Twitter. I used to back in the day, I don't do it anymore. Just because it's just it's odd. Um it's odd to me at this point in my life. But it's like, yes, Michigan, you won by 50. Good for you. We beat Miami by 20. Good for us. We're both 3 and 0. Let's move on with our lives. We'll see you on Halloween weekend. Well, we're going to learn a lot we'll about... We'll find out what's going to go on. We'll learn a lot about these teams.
0: before. I mean, we'll learn... Uh, we're yes. not going to learn a ton this weekend with Michigan, at, with Rutgers and Michigan State uh, with Nebraska.
1: Rutgers is on. Um, yeah. We'll three, see. You know. Is that at Rutgers or is no, that at Michigan? it's, a, it's at Michigan. So, oh, is Michigan ever going to play a road game? No, they don't play one ever this oh, season. Okay. They took okay. They took this year off oh, for road games. Oh, except for Spartan Stadium. So they play their only away game of the season in the state of Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Totally adds up. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Okay. But back to Nebraska...
0: Only thirty-three combined points in their past three games, which is the best three-game scoring defensive stretch in eleven years for Nebraska. Wow! So there are some crazy stats that, uh, from a defensive side, that hit a little me worries
1: them. me. Hit me with them.
0: Well, I just hit you with a couple. Oh, but uh, a couple more, huh? But I mean, overall, we're <laughs> nine. Uh, Nebraska is nine and two against Michigan State all time. Um, this is the first matchup in East Lansing since two thousand fourteen, though. Which wow, yeah, what crazy! Oh. I, well, they're in the West. I don't know. It's just, oh, that's true. Yeah,
1: I guess that makes sense. Okay. We
0: all remember the last time I, th- one of the last games we played them, the old uh, out of bounds play that no. fried
1: our season. Don't even get me started. Well, we didn't fry it. We still, still made the playoff. Play didn't still matter. Would play. Probably would have avoided Bama, but played him. Who knows what would have happened? Yeah. Hard to say, but it's hard to say. Could have won an Eddie. But Nebraska has opened the
0: season with a 100-yard rusher and a 100-yard receiver in each of their first games. Um, Adrian T- Martinez has had two. Uh, Marquis Step has had one. Samori so Torre is their best wide receiver. You're asking me who the guy is that we should be focusing, who's a Charleston Rambo-esque player. Uh, Samori so Torre is the guy. Huh? Yes. So he topped the century mark in receiving yards in back-to-back weeks um and okay. is probably gonna be their number one guy oh, and he's like four a, games huh yep they played four um oliver martin is another guy who's who has surpassed 100 yards receiving um but he's missed the that was the first game is he's missed the last three dude martin did he play
1: at michigan played at michigan and iowa wow he, can't take that guy serious. <laughs> <laughs> but, Sorry. Back on track. There you go. No, that's good. That's yeah, good. These are, the, these are the insider stats that people are worried about. They yeah. want to know about him. Wow. Michigan
0: and Iowa. Yeah. He's just getting around at the Big Ten schools, eh? Yeah. Okay. The, old, the old Big Ten Village bicycle, but <laughs> <huh? laughs> Oliver Martin. But, uh, so Adrian Martinez, as I said, he's put up career statistics uh, at Nebraska. almost 7,000 yards passing, over 2,000 yards rushing in his career. Okay. So he's only one of five players in Big Ten history with 6,000 career passing yards and 2,000 career rushing yards. Okay. So impressive statistics. He's been there a while, so uh, you would hope. Seasoned vet. Yeah. uh, But he's averaging right now 326-point yards per game in total offense, which is 12th in the nation as a player. So he's a threat. He's definitely a threat. Definitely a threat. (laughs) Okay. So uh, him and, uh, are going to be definitely the ones you're going to want to hone in on as a defense. And they concern me a little bit. Um, another guy, I mean, will Mallory didn't really do much against us for Miami, but, uh, Nebraska has a really good tight end in Austin Allen. He was actually a preseason, uh, watch list for the Mackey award. So he's, uh,
1: second, uh, on the Huskers with 13 catches. I do show that he is listed as injured. Do we know anything more about that? Uh, I had Oliver Martin as injured. I didn't have Austin Allen as injured. I am showing him as injured and undisclosed, so it might not be anything serious. Okay. So I don't know if he's going to miss, but something to keep an eye on for the folks Speak, out there. Speaking of
0: injuries, they do have uh, one of the running backs out, um, possibly for the season with a knee injury, Gabe Irvin Jr. Okay. He's kind of like, there's like a three running back thing going on and okay. he's kind of in the mix of that. So, but Marquis Step is the other guy and ramir Johnson is the other guy uh, at running back for them. So that's who we'll be seeing there. But the one thing that is a little nervous, makes me a little nervous is Nebraska's giving up only 340 some yards a game and we're giving up right now like 380. So, Nebraska's defense is legit. That's that's what I'm going to say about Nebraska. And it's going to be a test for this offense. I think this is going to really, uh, I, regardless of whether we win or not, I want to see how Kenneth Walker does um, yeah. against the defense, especially now, you know, the buzz is out there. We, we're we hearing it from a national perspective. Uh, coaches are definitely going to be honing in on trying to stop the run, which I said can be a benefit for the passing game yeah. as well. So. I think it's going to be another test and hopefully we pass it with flying colors. That's my expectation. Night, night game, Stripe stadium, East Lansing. I'll Clark's going to be there. Be I'm going to be
1: there. <sighs> wow.
0: Hasn't hit me did, yet. That, did that get you a little hyped? Got me saying pretty pumped those up. Yeah. I'm going to be there. Yeah. So, wow. Let's, let's just get into our prediction. I mean, I don't know. Do you need any more uh, information before you? No, My only
1: thing is this, like I would just ask you this, like, Will Kenneth Walker get any credit though? Let's say he has another monster game. Mm-hmm. He runs for a buck fifty and yeah. a couple tuds. Yeah. Then they'll just say, Well, Nebraska lost to Illinois. So it doesn't matter. It's fine. You keep putting the disrespect out there. That's fine. Fu- I mean, listen.
0: If Kenneth Walker, you'd have to be a
1: you'd have to be a person that doesn't have eyes to not think that Kenneth Walker's one of the top three running backs in college football I, right I, now. That's
0: what I said, and we'll uh, we'll talk about it in a second and crazy yeah. talk. Okay, but,
1: okay. Oh, it, he's getting some recognition out there. Okay, so. yeah, yeah. Well, so we'll get into that in a minute. So you want to go first, or you want me well, to go?
0: Let me just say this: I'm going to slip in a little mailbag we got oh, right over okay. the show. This is a shout out to Blade. Icewood out in Berkeley. That's his. Ah. That's his. Uh, his nickname. That's his alter ego. An alter yes. ego. Yes. So he's got a birthday coming up, and he asked the question. The the so I think the spread opened at minus three and a half. It's up to minus five now. He said, "Do we cover the spread?" I think it's quite generous based on how Nebraska played against Oklahoma. Does Tuck ah. cover the spread?
1: Well, birthday blade. Um, Tuck always covers. Tuck coming. Tuck's coming and tuck covers. Uh, <laughs> I I do. That is a fair point, though. Five. I'll probably bet on the voice to cover five. I would have preferred three and a half. Probably should have jumped on it at three I got and it at four. Snagged it at four. Damn it, damn it, Gary. Damn it. Um, Might just do uh, some sort of money line parlay with another game. But five is a dangerous number. Not as dangerous as some other numbers. i like us to cover the five. Okay. Hype game. I'm going to be there. So me being there probably adds at least another three points for state score. So <laughs> actually, yeah, let me slip in one more mailbag because it's pertaining states to this game. The spread When I attend games is, you know, they cover roughly 90% of the time. <laughs> so I think it's safe to bet, you know, Spartans covering five points. Yeah. All right. Let's give our
0: score prediction. One more question about the game. Uh, this one's coming from actually Darlene in Farmington Hills. Uh, Next two night games are night games at home. Do you feel that night games give the advantage to the Spartans versus playing in a day game?
1: Oh, I definitely do. I mean, it's yeah. Tuck City wants a hostile environment. The woodshed. The woodshed. Love it. A lot you of discussion where about the woodshed. You know this where the week. woodshed nickname came from right. 1999 Spartans. Nick Saban. They went six and zero that year at home. Yeah, I don't know the name of the coach, so forgive me, everybody. There was one of the assistant coaches that you know. Coined 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 the the phrase, the woodshed that year. I was at all those home games. I I, Loved it. I like that they're resurrecting some of that that mentality. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But 100%. Night game, it should be much louder. Tuck said that Nebraska only asked for an allotment of tickets of about 2,500. So you can expect well over 70,000 Spartans in attendance. Yeah, I think it should be a snake pit. I really do. The woodshed should be. with all
0: of this hype right now around this i mean the
1: spartan fan
0: base is energized right now like
1: yeah i haven't seen it i haven't seen it in years i wasn't even excited to talk about football the last two or three years at all i was just i'd just come on the podcast and let gary talk (laughs) and i would just be waiting for basketball season now i'm pumped i yeah i think it's going to be very loud at spartan stadium and i think it's going to give us an advantage yeah i think you're going to see some people i think we'll fill the stadium Oh, I would hope so. Yep. My God, I would hope so. Yep. The student section better get there early, get loud. I should be ready. Okay. Let's, I think I definitely think it's an advantage, yes. Well, let's
0: uh Clark will be in attendance. Let's get that uh game time prediction. He said he's gonna we're gonna cover the spread at minus five. So let's hear what his score prediction is, Clark. Well,
1: Gary, um People are worried about Nebraska's defense, huh? I think that... I don't think it's going to be as high... I don't think it's going to be a very high-scoring game. I'll put it to you that way. I think the crowd works to our advantage. I think we contained a running quarterback last week, and we showed that we can do that. And, you know, obviously, his arm's not as good. They could be missing a couple weapons. I like us to win this game. 27-21. Wow. 27-21. Cover the spread. Six point Vic. That's nice. 27 21. Nice. Yeah, I, th- I think you
0: alluded to the reasons that I would have said as well. I think um, I'm confident in our offense. Like, just the balance of having Kenneth Walker in mm-hmm. your backfield with the decision making of Peyton Thorne and the playmakers yeah. we have outside. It's just, it's hard to see us. Having a bad game offensively right now, as weird as that is, yeah. I think if we do lose any game, it's it's turnovers. upcoming turnovers and poor defensive play. That's sure maybe a missed kick, you know. Um, but yeah, I, this is going to be silly, but I think I'm going to pick the exact score I picked for the Miami game and say 28 to 17, an 11 point <laughs> victory. I think this team is got a lot of confidence right now. I think they're playing at a very high level, and like I said, I mean. If we can contain Adrian Martinez from running, I think we have a great chance of, of, of winning this game. Yeah, make a, them one rush di- defense, Make, make like, them one dimensional. Our rush defense yes. again this year has been pretty decent. Like Miami that's, that's 54 rushing yards against yeah, us. Yeah. So uh, I, we, I think we just continue with that game plan. If they're going to beat us, force
1: force them to throw it. Yeah, but, and uh, I think we'll be victorious. And so. I don't think that he is a quarterback that I'm too worried about beating us with his arm. But. Crazier shit has happened. Yep. Knock on wood. Yep, I just did. Also, shout out Knock to our on the defense for getting a little bit better pass rush going last yeah, week. No. Oh, yeah,
0: no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, I I meant to mention that I think in our um, little recap. Yeah, there. Drew B. Be- or uh, <laughs> I can't even say his name. It's so hard. Drew Beasley. Um, <laughs> Beasley. <laughs> Beasley. Uh, Beasley. Beasley. Uh, he had an amazing game. He yeah. had a lot of he had he had a big uh, sack. I think he had my, made have two sacks that game. Forced to so, fumble. Yeah, yeah. So he was definitely good to see him back in the lineup. He made a, a big Much difference in that yes. game. So, um, great to see that. So let's talk a little crazy. Ah, I think it's we're now game four. <laughs> game four. Time to talk. Time to talk a little crazy. We're three zero. Um, but getting back to Kenneth Walker Heisman. I mean. National media has taken note. He is now number three on ESPN's Heisman watch list. Uh, Robert Griffin uh, tweeted out who, who he has a vote on the, for the Heisman. Tweeted his list for top five, and Kenneth Walker was number three on his list as well. Excellent. So, and there is a ton of nat- national pundits that I, I saw tweeting after the game saying that you need to look out for Kenneth Walker. He's the real deal. So, if we continue to win and he continues to put up hundred plus games on a consistent basis. Does he have a little shot? I mean, like, you don't have to Heisler. be
1: to get invited to the ceremony. You don't have to be an undefeated team. It's not a requirement. I mean, how many games do you think we have to win for a, him to be in consideration? Eight, okay, eight or nine. Okay, which is definitely doable. Um, he he he. I read this statistic today. I thought it was insane. He forced twenty missed tackles yeah, last week that. in <laughs> a game. That is absurd. That's absurd. So it's not like he's just running through hole, gaping holes that the O line, you know, made for him. I mean, our o lines played; they played well. I've been very happy with them. But some of those runs, like, like I said, you'd have to be a fool to say he's not one of the top, probably two running backs in college football right now, based on his performances so I far. Eye test alone. The eye test, Kenneth Walker passes easily. Statistical test, just looking on a paper, mm-hmm. passes it with ease, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, he one of his the league, games, he, he leads, leads the nation the in Russia. Yeah. He had one game where he only had seven carries. Okay. <laughs> so I, I don't really have much else to say other than I think it's legitimate at this point. It feels good, if I'm being honest. Like that, I guess I understand where MishFan comes from with their old September Heisman talk. Does feel a little good. You yeah, know? actually
0: I wanna a little good. I wanna slip yeah. in a
1: question from Bill G Billy G oh, out in Detroit. What? Shout up. Shout out young Geds. He'll be at the
0: game with me on there Saturday. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So much good mojo in that stadium. He said Kenneth Walker is a Heisman candidate.
1: Overreaction or legit? As of right now, legitimate. Has to be. I don't see any other way around it. I don't think you could name five play, pl- five players in college football that are more important to their team or are playing better than Kenneth Walker is right now. I would challenge anybody to give me a list of five players that are doing that better. Cause I don't think you can with a straight face.
0: Yeah. I know you're,
1: you're, you believe, I believe you're a I'm a believer. Yeah. And you're the one that allows this crazy talk to go on. Yeah. Yeah. I I organized this part of this show. You organize Uh, this chaos.
0: (laughs) He said, actually, Billy G added to it. And he said, part two, are you enjoying the September Heisman talk? Very much so. It's admittedly pretty fun. It
1: is admittedly pretty (laughs) fun. Uh, It's fun to, to wonder. It's fun. Yeah. Because guess
0: what? I just want to say this. If we, if he does somehow get into the Heisman conversation by the end of the season,
1: that is huge for recruiting. Huge. I mean, at the end of the day, if you had to, you know, gun to my head, do I think Kenneth is gonna win the Heisman Trophy this year? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I don't. I probably would say no. Um but Maybe. Maybe he could, and he probably will. But if he just made it to the ceremony, like that'd be humongous, man. That'd be so awesome yeah. to see. I mean, in my lifetime, I don't think State's uh, state ever, ever had a player invited? No. Ever? No. Maybe, maybe in the, like only the, one, 60s, the only one the only one I
0: could think of is like maybe plaques or charles rogers maybe they were what in the conversation like Bubba smith maybe oh, back yeah. In the day? oh yeah. yeah but i'm talking recent history and talk, oh wait but they probably like live neither. in the
1: present right yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah that's the thing we haven't yeah so like it's exciting for us yeah. yeah it's exciting what a time to be
0: alive huh yeah i just i never thought this day would come so it's exciting just to even have the
1: conversation at all and if he doesn't i still love him god dear performances don't care <laughs> So, sticking with the crazy
0: talk. Sure. Schedule's looking oh. pretty interesting right now. Here we go. We have two night games coming up back-to-back, one against Nebraska, one against Western Kentucky. Very winnable games. so weird that Western Kentucky's a night game. You know, and then right after that, we are going on the road against Rutgers in Indiana. Not pushover games, but... Tough. Tough road games. Tough road
1: games, for sure. Nonetheless,
0: yeah. especially if we're going in those games
1: 5-0. and One thing I know is we will not be looking ahead to Michigan under any circumstance. No, and
0: and there is a buffer
1: week between us and Michigan.
0: Ooh. So we do have a bye. Tuck's going to really... (laughs) Got to keep the boys motivated. I don't think that'll be a problem, though. No. So, I mean, you said it, I think, on the instant win blurb that we did after the game. (laughs) Uh,
1: Did you up your uh, ceiling? Huh? Huh? Did you up the ceiling to the boys? Well yeah, I said it. Of course it goes to 9 and 3. Okay. The ceiling. 10 and 2. I need to see a little bit more to get to 10 and 2.
0: I mean I'm excited. Listen, losses if you'd
1: asked me 9 and 3 2 weeks ago, I'd have told you no chance. Yeah. Insane. I want to hear what you think. That's what I want. I'm going to spin it back on you, okay? <laughs> I'm going to spin it back on you. I mean, this Give game, me your ceiling, Gary. Well, this is the thing.
0: Uh, I'm just looking... Watch, I watch Penn State on, on Saturday yeah, night. Yeah. Very good defense. They're very good. Yeah. Do I think Michigan State can beat them? Yes, I do. Sure. At home? Yeah. Last yeah, game
1: of the season? I do like that it's at home and not in Happy Valley. 100%. The one game I cannot
0: even... No matter what, even if you think Ohio State's defense is trash, which they, which they might be, playing at the horseshoe, especially if we are going into that game in a, a highly ranked position, it's going to be immensely difficult to win a game yes, there. agreed. So no matter what, I'm going to give us an all in that game. But do I, as every other game on our schedule, winnable? Yes.
1: Are we going to win all of them? Probably not. But Tech, So that makes your ceiling... 10-2. 10-2 oh. ceiling. 10-2? Is that
0: what you're That's going to, with? Okay. That's what I'm going to go with. Because I think no matter what, you're, uh, just the more you win, the more you have a target on your back. And, you sure. Know, yeah, we you're going to get and every we team's, team's in best Nebraska, yeah. and We went to the playoff. We lost to a, a pretty crappy Nebraska team that year that we shouldn't have lost to. The refs lost that game well, for us. Yeah. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. But yeah. that is what it is.
1: So. Ten and two, Gary's going.
0: with That's what I'm, I'm, I'm. sticking I'm, I'm with nine blo- and three I'm still. It up. Now it's uh, not my prediction. That's a ceiling, of course. Gary
1: has predicted twelve and 15 zero. Yeah, um, <laughs> fifteen and zero. Yeah, 090, outside shot. Outside shot. Um, no, I get it. And I think your logic makes sense. One game at a time. Yep. One game at a time.
0: Let's uh, transition. We have actually a pretty decent bag of mailbags uh-uh. for the week. So Dip into the bag. Let's get some of these, some some uh, weekly favorites on here. Uh-huh. So Namir K on Farmington Hills says, what does the Tucksters need to do to shore up the passing rush in the secondary? Seems like teams have figured out they can throw under and get 5 to 8 yards per pass, if not more.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean we we definitely touched on that and I definitely I'm glad we're not the only ones that, you know, saw that that was happening routinely basically every single play. Yeah. Um I mean, I think we saw it, you know, when you put the cornerbacks right up on them and then you have a safety blanketing over the top. I thought it worked well for us, but I don't know. I I just think as long as we have a consistent pass rush, I'm less concerned is what I would tell you. But you have to be able to disrupt the quarterback in the backfield, or you're going to get picked apart with our cornerbacks, no matter what. And that's why, yes, that Ohio State game definitely makes me nervous because their wide receiving core is disgusting. Probably the best in the nation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we talk. Uh, at, at length, that's. I mean, we can talk about that for but that scares me. Yeah. Teams that have better athletes that will scare me always. Yeah, Ohio State basically has Charleston Rambo's. They have. Probably five guys that are all better than charleston Rambo, right exactly
0: so yeah it will be i mean they're gonna have to continue to work on it we have the players we have so hopefully they just continue to step up yeah i mean if, if brantley looked good like we said so maybe that's uh maybe that's a guy that that progresses as the season goes keep on the best guy on the
1: field that's yep. all i gotta say yep. keep doing that
0: uh we got a mailbag coming from kevin d in traverse city he said do you think that the coaches will use walker as
1: more of a passing threat seems like a great addition to the arsenal that's a good question because i think he might only have like one or two receptions this year yeah when he scored a touchdown on it Yep, um it was awesome I wouldn't mind seeing them, you know, get him integrated into the passing game a little bit more just because I don't want teams to get to a point where, you know, they just zero in knowing, hey, Walker's on the field. He's either getting the ball or he's blocking like something like that, you know, have him run some more routes. Um, But at the end of the day, I mean, we have insane athletes at wide receiver. Right. Um, But yes, I would. I want Kenneth Walker to touch the ball. As many times as possible. Yeah, if you get it to him put, as a receiver. Let me put it to you then yeah, way. yeah. Get it. To, get him the ball in the open field. Yeah. Um, we have a quarterback that I've seen now, and I feel confident that can throw screen passes. So yeah, I'd like to see him get integrated a little bit more, and I think they probably will. You know, yeah. I don't think we've seen everything in the bag of tricks. No, this is just yeah. the beginning. Yep. So,
0: next question is coming from Dean H and Wayne, who was our one of our guest guest uh, appearance oh, on the Blur. Yeah. yeah. It was good to hear from him. He said, this is a very teacher-esque question, very detailed. Uh, What is the squad's Achilles heel on both offense and defense, and Mm -hmm. what Big Ten squad on our schedule is built to exploit those weaknesses the most?
1: Wow. Um, Yeah, very detailed, several-layer question here. On offense, the Achilles heel, this is, I'm going to have to think. I mean... Let's brainstorm here, Gary. <laughs> I, t- um, I told you. i It's hard to see... Um, is it tight end? Just because it, nobody's a, really it, stepped up? I mean, because I don't want to say that Connor Hayward's necessarily just a tight end, right? Yeah. Because we utilize him in a lot of different roles, so... But maybe, uh, maybe more... Uh, I can't even complain about it, but... Maybe
0: better pass protection. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. From the offensive line, like we've done really good at running the ball, but like we said, Thorn was kind of under pressure yeah, a lot. That, a few times, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. if that would be it, that would is what I would say.
1: Yes. Um. um
0: on the offensive side, at least. And that could,
1: And there are teams that could exploit that in the Big Ten. Uh, team like Michigan. Hate saying that. Yeah. Pains me to say it. But no, it's they're true. They're a very good defensive it is team. True. Um, especially up front. Ohio State, as much as their defense, you know, I want to say sucks. They have tremendous offense on their defensive line. Penn State, it should scare the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah, because uh, they'll they'll blitz the shit out of you too. Yep, yeah. Um, so yeah, I would agree on offense. That would be it. And I think we've already
0: said a lot of the weaknesses throughout the show on the oh, defensive side of the ball, just no, yeah, the yeah. secondary. Um, and I think I've already said I think Ohio State is. Probably scares me the most from an offensive perspective
1: and their yeah. wide receiver ability, as they should. Yeah, yeah. But and just to toss it in again, special teams Achilles' heel, <laughs> kicker, you know he is he's a team, he is the team's Achilles' heel as far as I'm concerned. Yeah.
0: All right. So last question. It's it's a funny one. Another one coming from Namir K in Farmington Hills. And uh, I think we all saw it actually at, at the game. And he has a question about. it. He said, "What's the deal with the Ann Arbor clowns showing up at Hard Rock Cafe Stadium <laughs> to watch MSU taking on the Hurricanes, but wearing a Walmart Ann Arbor clowns jersey? Is Ugh. that stupid thinking? You <laughs> was he thinking that U of M in Miami stood
1: for Michigan? <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, I was actually waiting for uh, Namir K question referencing the Ann Arbor clowns because yes. it's. He's a regular on the show, so we, we do appreciate that, and I always enjoy when he tosses in the Ann Arbor Clowns in his <laughs> questions, so keep those coming, please. Um, so the, I did see that. Obviously, we all saw it, the uh, Surrender Cobra pose. Yep. They're familiar with that. Um, I did see some Michigan fans on Twitter, because I like to lurk in these conversations. Yeah. I don't get involved. You know? yeah. I like to lurk. You know? <laughs> we lurk nowadays. You know, That's what we do. But I saw some of them saying, Oh no! It's actually a state fan that state, you know, the state fans planted to make it look like a Michigan fan. Okay, guy, nobody is that insane to legitimately do that. Like that's just and he looked legitimately <clears> upset. <throat> so why would he be a state fan, dude? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. A lot of the logic that comes out of that that fan base doesn't make sense. The, it, it's insecurity and it's nonsense. <laughs> and that's why. You saw him show up at a Michigan State game wearing a Michigan shirt in security. Do you that's think you're going to assert dominance over that crowd? No, you got another thing coming, to you friend. Take a lap, have a seat, but it just makes you look stupid. That's all I got to say. Makes your I entire love it. Fan Actually, bus. Please keep doing it yeah. because you look like a clown doing it, as Namir K would say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's great, and
0: I think that's a great way to wrap up the show yeah. for this week. <laughs> So thank you all for listening to this week's show. Uh, Clark is going to be at the game this weekend. Man, Might even wow. have some
1: merch with him. Hey, passing hey, it out, hey, it look hey, out. Just start throwing it around to everybody. Just huh? start yelling, Clark. Actually, if you see a score touchdown in the end zone I'm sitting in, I'm just going to start throwing stickers in the air. There you go. Yeah. Free RCR stickers yeah, free to be swag, had. And then I'll get kicked out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look up Red Cedar Rundown and you will find us. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Alexa, any app that you like to listen to your podcast. Make sure you find the Red Cedar Rundown and subscribe and like. Tell your friends, tell your family, and as always,
1: go green, go white.